0: Welcome to Rich Off Mondo Podcast, and today we'll be discussing the curious case of Kevin Durant. Now, for those that don't know, Kevin Durant is a 10-time All-Star, a two-time NBA champion, 2007-2008 Rookie of the Year. He's a four-time scoring champ, nine-time All-NBA selection, originally drafted by the Seattle Supersonics. He's on a two-year deal with the Golden State Warriors, For $30 million and $31.5 million. And if he stays with Golden State, he's eligible for the five-year, $220 million Supermax deal. Now, originally, Kevin Durant was hurt during the Houston Rockets playoff series. And just like I want to know, everybody else wants to know, how in the hell did they force him back out there? When they know that he wasn't healed. Now you have to take into consideration. He was out almost an entire month. Wasn't practicing. So. Kerr was saying. Game five was always the schedule or target date that they had. Against the Toronto Raptors. But. For something to be so simple. It's very complicated. So he was going to practice one practice and they were going to say that he was OK and that he was going to play. But they felt the pressure of being down 3-1 and forced him back out there. Also, Kevin Looney, they forced him back out there, too. So they were obviously just thinking about themselves. Now, did the medical staff clear the rent to play? That's something nobody's talking about. The actual doctors, the team doctors, and the medical staff. Now, this is one of the reasons why Kawhi Leonard left San Antonio. Because they were forcing him, or putting pressure on him, I say forcing. They were putting pressure on him to play. And he felt like he wasn't 100%. And nobody wants to do anything if they're not 100%. Now... The medical staff, the team doctor, is an employee of the Golden State Warriors. So, of course, they're going to tell the employer what they want to hear. That we think that he could possibly go out there and that he could contribute. But there's always that 50-50 chance that he could get hurt. you know if you if you really want to pay attention to what's really going on you have to look at it like this right here game 5 they said it was the predetermined game that he was going to come back regardless now i don't believe that i don't think anybody does so if golden state would have been up 3-1 would he have been out there i don't think so And then if you see the actual replay of the play itself, you can actually see the ligament exploding in his leg. That's tough. It doesn't matter what kind of medication you're on. Nobody can bring you back from that. So, you know, with him being 30 years old, they want to say now he's damaged goods. You see Boogie, he came back from the same injury. He's pretty flat-footed. You know, he, was, he wasn't he was exactly acrobatic before it, but he's pretty flat-footed now. So, was Steve Kerr more worried about trying to three-peat or the legacy that he's trying to leave behind? Of course he is. See, this is not stuff that they're going to talk about. On these shows we watch all day long, where they're just saying the exact same thing over and over again, just coming out of different mouths, from five o'clock in the morning till six in the evening, same stuff over and over again. And was Durant pressured by his teammates? Of course he was pressured by his teammates, cause they feel like, hey, you should be out here. You're not, you know, you're not giving it, you're not giving it a chance. Well, he gave it a chance to look at what happened. So there's nothing that they can say that make him feel better. They can't lend him a new leg or a new Achilles. What's done is done. This is part of the, the whole NBA process. You know, I'm not going to get into ownership and players and stuff like that, but it's only obvious that they rushed this man to get back out there. Really, he should have been out indefinitely. And and this is the whole thing about that super team. See, you notice, since he got hurt, they weren't using that phrase anymore. You know, they had five all-stars. So they should have been able to win without Kevin Durant. I mean, technically, the Raptors only have one all-star, which is Kawhi Leonard. So you got... Five guys on one team and one guy on the other team. Just doesn't make sense, does it? Since Steph Curry is the best thing since drinking water, he should be able to handle it all by himself. You got the Splash Brothers, supposedly the best backcourt ever, and Steph Curry was, what, the the only unanimous... Let's think about that for a second now. Steph Curry, MVP, first, unanimous. Think about all the players that came before him. Kobe, Jordan, Magic, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell. Just a slew of players. But this is the first guy that gets the unanimous vote. Now, when Kevin Durant was staying in the locker room during the games... He was definitely sending them a message. I'm not in the locker room and nobody else is in there. So we don't really know what's happening on the inside. But just from the outside looking in, he's sending them a message. You know, all that high-fiving and, you know, we're cool and we, you know, we're the Golden State Warriors. But these are all millionaires. All these people are rich. So what you got is. A whole lot of egos. You got five All-Stars. You got five huge egos. And I always thought that. Boogie was just like some cancer. Team cancer. Where they had to slow it down for him. He, You know. He was a former All-Star. It didn't work. In New Orleans. It didn't work in Sacramento. So he's basically. You know. He's playing for his livelihood. So, of course, he's toned down, but you got him and Draymond Green on the same team, you know, Just that's that's really a lot. But back to Steve Kerr and Bob Myers. Now, you know, Oakland is famous for the sideshows. If you don't know what a sideshow is, Google it, and you'll see what a sideshow is. But the general manager, Bob Myers, And those fake tears, that was a sideshow like none I've never seen before. Kerr kept saying, let's refer to Bob on particular questions about Durant. Then he comes out boo-hooing and crying. Not a single tear. You know, like, this is like the worst acting I've ever seen. So, he's worried about his job because his job is to make sure That he gets Durant re-signed. Now, we don't know if it's cut and dry now. I mean, you basically got the same problem that Kawhi had. You got an untrustable medical staff, which nobody's talking about this. I don't hear anybody saying anything about the doctor, the team doctor, and the medical staff. Was he cleared to play? Who was he cleared by? Was he cleared by Kerr? Is Kerr a doctor? I don't think so. Kerr is very vague. He's arrogant. He's very arrogant. He sits up there, you know, like he's king of the hill. And we know, we know about Steve Kerr. Nothing new. And Myers, he's trying to save his job because his job is in direct jeopardy. Like I say, if Golden State would have been up 3 1, this wouldn't have been an issue. And Durant probably would have been out indefinitely, which he should have been in the first place. There's no reason to put him out there and subject him. See, we don't even really know what the actual injury was. A strained calf. But the report said it was a strained calf and a strained Achilles. I'm pretty sure. I'm no doctor, but I'm pretty sure all of that stuff is linked up in the the knee. So if you're having a problem with the calf and it's connected to the Achilles then the entire thing is strained so just like you know somebody who might be sick or something and they're like you know they get up and they're like yeah I, you know I feel good I think I'm gonna go to work so you go to work and you're there a couple hours and you're like man you know what I should stayed at home I don't feel too good so that's the same problem that we're having right now is, of course, he you know, he looked good in the beginning when he first went out there and started playing game five. But everybody knew that this was a ticking time bomb. It was just a matter of time before something happened. And when it did happen, you know, everybody got beside themselves saying that the crowd was cheering him, that he was injured and all this stuff like this. Now, you know, that, that to me, that's a deflection. I'm not saying that that's wrong or that's right or they're wrong or they're right. But you have to think about it like this. Those people pay. They come in there. They watch the game. They kind of got a right to do whatever they want. Cheer, boo, do whatever. Nobody's saying this about a UFC match or a boxing match where somebody getting their head knocked off, getting their brains punched out. They cheer then. I mean, you know, that's just a deflection. That's just kind of like, you know, Smoke and mirrors, slide of hand, look over here. Something's actually happening over there. Now, if the, the medical staff, if they're at fault, and they sent him out there on this pipe dream that, yeah, this leg will stand up. It'll stand the test of time. You can get out here, you know, slam dunk, jump, lift off, cross over, do all these things that are required, you know, push off of this leg. If they're at fault. Should he sue them? Should he leave? Pretty sure he's got a lot of things on his mind. You know, to me, it just doesn't look like that Golden State is a team. It's kind of like if you take five assassins and put them together. Everybody's good at a certain thing. You know, it's all directly the same thing, but they are five different brands. You put all these assassins together. And you got a, a crew of assassins. You got five huge egos too. On the other side of the court, you got just Kawhi Leonard. He's hurt through the whole thing. You know, he he didn't he he didn't look one hundred percent. Everybody knows that he wasn't hundred percent, but he was pacing himself. Kawhi Leonard was pacing himself. He knew that he wasn't quite explosive, and you know he. He was really using his head. But the rant and that leg was a ticking time bomb. Now I know in the past he's had issues with, you know, feet and surgeries and stuff like that. All that stuff's connected. You know, you're only gonna have so many jumps in in those legs, you know. Kevin Garnett would tell you that. You know, Kevin Garnett was famous for jumping up and blocking shots after the after they blew the whistle. At the end of his career, he said he wished he had all those jumps back. Because they were just completely unnecessary. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that he's gonna leave. I mean, if the staff is at fault and you feel like Kerr and Bob Myers and they pushed you out there, why would you stay there? I mean, he's rich. You know, they try to make a huge difference or they try to make a huge deal about leaving money on the table. Well, they don't talk about the $10 million that he passed up on so they could re-sign Iguodala and a couple of those other guys. And the fact that, to me, the Golden State Warriors just look absolutely drained. They look tired because they don't have a bench. Because you put... All those baskets and those five assassins. That's your core. So you're really not deep. You got you got Looney, Iguodawa, and a whole lot of people you ain't never seen before. You know? Steph Curry, where is he? You know, I know he scored forty for some points the other night, but where is he? To me it just looks like nobody's ever guarding him. They say he's just so elusive and he's just so quick and he's so swift. It looks like he's nobody's guarding him. You know all those circus shots and all that stuff. Ten, fifteen feet behind the three-point line. That's great. That's wonderful. If you're trying to be a Harlem Globetrotter. But they're going to use, I guess, the Splash Brothers to, you know, bring the line back further. But that's 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 a that's a whole other topic. This man was pushed out there. He was pushed out there. And, you know, like normally they would have like minute restrictions and stuff like that. It just seemed like they, you know, it's just like squeezing the water out of a rag, right? You're going to squeeze it as hard as possible, but you're going to have to squeeze it again. And you can only get so much out of somebody. If he hadn't played for 30 days, you do one practice and you say, oh, he's going to, he's questionable. So I knew as soon as I saw that they said he's questionable, I knew he was going to start. I knew he was going to play. And I knew that they was going to try to get all they could out of him. Why? Because they were worried about losing Everybody just, you know, oh, oh, it's the Raptors versus Golden State. Oh, it's a it's a wrap. It's done. Oh, Golden State just going to cut through them like a hot knife on butter. Didn't work out like that, did it? In actuality, the Raptors should have swept them. It should already be over. Then maybe, you know, or maybe they would have pushed them. They would have pushed them to play a game earlier. See, when they come and say, hey, you know, game five, that was set in stone that he was going to play. I don't believe that. Nobody should believe that. Nobody should believe Kerr. And nobody should definitely believe Bob Myers. You know, they're just, they're full of it. Up to the top. Bob Myers is worried about his contract. With the team being a general manager, now you look now you look really bad, you look like the person that you know like who 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 would want to play if it would have been Steph Curry, they wouldn't have pushed him back out there because they would have been worried about long term, they wouldn't have pushed him out there. You see when LeBron got hurt with with the growing strain. We know that he was, you know, in the cut trying to get Luke Walton fired, so he stayed out as long as possible. But they wasn't rushing LeBron back. He came back when he got ready. And, you know, you kind of figured that they would have had Durant on some sort of minute limit. Like, you know, like normally when people come back from stuff like this, especially at his age, they'd be like, you know, 48 minutes in the game, we're going to – We're going to let him play 20, and we're going to space this thing out. I mean, like, why couldn't he come off the bench? You know, he starts. Maybe you could, you know, time it a little bit better if he comes up off the bench. But no, we're going to to put him out there. We're going to start him. You know, Kerr's not worried about it. Myers ain't worried about it. It's because it's not them. They're not hurt. So, I feel like they felt he was expendable for the simple fact that he's going to possibly leave. He's going to leave. And it just, you know, they try to say that they play different when he plays. Like, Steph can't get his game off when he plays with Durant. But they say, oh, you know, I'm not going to say who, but... The big sports people say, you know, Durant is the savior. He's the only thing that can save him. But he's injured. And everybody knows he's injured. But he went out there, he gave it a shot. He gave it a shot. Did he think that there was a possibility that that could happen? Probably more than we could ever imagine. He knew it. Everybody in the stands knew it. This so-called medical staff knew it. The team doctor knew it. Bob Myers knew it. The owner knew it. Everybody knew. Everybody knew. Just reminds me of a situation a long time ago. One of my best friends. He knew the alternator was bad on his car. He comes over my house. He says he's going over one of our friend's house. and wants me to go. I said, no, I'm not going. I'm staying home tonight. I said, you don't need to go over either because you know your car is messed up. You know your alternator is pretty bad. He goes over there anyway. Then I get a call three hours later. He needs a ride. So I go over there and pick him up. What's the matter with your car? Alternator went out. We already discussed this. You already knew this. So it's not like they were just completely in the dark. Or Duran is from Krypton or is immortal or this is a comic book or some sci-fi movie. 30 years old been in the league a while ever since 2007. It's a lot of games a lot of miles and them legs are pretty skinny. I mean, you could see it on the replay. When the the muscle or the tendon or whatever, it, it pow, explode. And when he fell to the floor, what do you think his thoughts were? Like, oh, wow, I'm hurt. Or, oh, wow, this could be bad. I probably would think the first thing he thought was, Man, I shouldn't have let these people push me into this. Greed. Greed. Greedy. They got some rings. It'd be different if they didn't have many rings. If they were playing for the first title. But still... You got five All-Stars. You got the Splash Brothers. You got Steph Curry, the only unanimous MVP in NBA history. Supposedly the best. He didn't look like the best to me. Besides his little his little occasional three point shots, he looked pretty average to me. Same thing with Klay Thompson. He's out there trying to purposely get a foul and hurt himself. But how quickly we forget how karma comes back. When James Harden was attempting to shoot his threes and he kept scooting up under James Harden. When it's only obvious that you have to give the player a chance to come down. When he jumps up to take the shot, you can't get up under his feet. That's what Clay Thompson was doing to James Harden. Then he he attempts to get a foul, end up hurting himself. Stupid play? Yes. Tired body? Yes. Lot of miles, a lot of games. Yes. The Splash Brothers, what does that mean to you? What does that mean? The Splash Brothers and Durant against Kawhi. I mean, can anybody even name three or four players that play for Toronto? Kawhi's been hurt the whole time. But like I say, he's been pacing himself. They set Durant up, man. Or he set himself up. It really doesn't matter it was a setup period since they're not going to get specific enough for you on these shows they're just going to tell you the same thing over and over again you get tired of hearing the same thing over and over it just doesn't make any sense like i said that would have been steph curry uh clay thompson they 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 rushed him back too they rushed him back. He, I mean, you know, he said it, it. It didn't bother him. He's got to dig deeper. But I'm pretty sure it bothered him. But they wouldn't have done that to Steph Curry. That's their boy right there. They're gonna protect him at all costs. You know what I'm saying? He is the symbol, like the Rolls Royce. When you cut the car on and the little the little thing comes up in the front, from up out of the hood, the Rolls Royce symbol. He's their symbol. And they're not going to rush him back from anything. So it, it, it's almost like, to me, on the outside looking in, that they tempted fate and they just really didn't care. They just, You know, whatever happens, happens. He, he wants to leave or he, you know, he's signaling he might leave or he does a lot of talking like he's going to leave. So we really don't care. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. He's probably going to leave anyway. Nice damaged goods. I think he can only get a four-year, $153 million deal from another team, but he can get a five-year, $220 million supermax deal from them. But is it worth it? Do you want to work for an employer that you know don't care about you? Would would you work for an employer, continue to work for an employer that abuses you? That's abuse. They should have the same caring, caring, for Durant, like they do Steph Curry. I mean, think about it. You've been sick, but you want to get back to work. You go to work, you figure out you made a huge mistake. You know, a couple hours, say, hey, I can't do it, I need to go back home. Now you got to go in here and say, hey, I'm going to go home because I don't feel good. But what they should have been telling you is, stay home to your will. We can get by without you. We were getting by without you before you started working here, and we can manage until you get back. There's just no two ways about it. Durant was expendable. Kind of like the when you got a car and you get a new one. They treat Steph Curry like the new car, and Durant is the, the second-hand car now. But before you got that new car, you were very concerned and interested in the upkeep of this car. So, it is what it is. We know what's going on. Everybody does. These shows, there aren't going to tell you that. They're more concerned about, oh, the crowd is up. The crowd is cheering him. They don't know what was going on. We we're not in the stadium. We don't know what's up on the big board. We don't know what's going on. We're not in the stadium. We don't know what's happening. So it, we just had to take their word. And that's all they were. They're not worried about Bob Myers coming out there with all them fake tears and all this stuff. All this boohooing and stuff. It's just cringy. You can't even watch it. It's laughable too. That was some horrible acting. And they should be embarrassed now, everybody thought that Golden State was upper echelon, you know top notch top shelf, all the stuff about the guy pushing Lowry, all this stuff you know it's it just looks bad, at leaves a bad taste it's It's just horrible, it is. Everybody thought that they were top notch. Well, they don't look too good. They don't look too, you know, they don't look good. They look just like San Antonio. You see what Kawhi did? He got on. He got out of there. And everybody was like, you know, oh, Popovich is such a good coach. And and uh, Kawhi Leonard, oh, he, he's a quitter. He don't try. And, oh, he don't want to come back and all that. It wasn't about that. It's about trust. If you don't trust me, we don't have nothing. Kawhi didn't trust the medical staff. Of course, the medical staff is going to say, Yeah, man, you're ready to go, man. Here is a shot. Here's a pill. Here's some therapy. Here's some ice. You should be ready to go. And they did the same thing to Durant. Should have been no question that he was out indefinitely. We shouldn't even see Durant until next year. But they were worried that like, oh, you know, oh, Durant, he's, you know, he's making us look bad or he's taking the easy way out or he's just, he's just chilling in the cut. No, that wasn't what it was about. He already knew what time it was. He sacrificed himself. It was, it was like watching a sacrifice on TV. When he hit the floor. I know the first thing he thought was, wow, I can't believe I let these people rush me out here. They're not in no no cast. They're not having to fly all over the place and get second opinions. They're not going to have to have no surgery. Kerr, he's walking good. Bob Myers, he's walking good. And if they lose to Toronto, this is going to be the cloud that hangs over this whole parade. It's gonna be a whole lot of what ifs and why nots, but this is what they're gonna remember. They lost a lot of points, the Golden State Warriors. They lost the, the, the team, not the players, the team, the ownership, the doctors, the medical staff. They took a huge dip in trust. And if you don't have trust, you ain't got nothing. This is Rich Off Mondo Podcast. Thank you for listening.